and welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is Made in USA Part 2. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who has supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us on social media to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website. Or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so for those of you who've been fans of the podcast from the very beginning, I did an episode way, way, way back at the beginning where I talked about Made in USA, and I'm going to recap a few of the major points for that, but I actually want to talk a little bit about what is going on internally here for most of the the podcast. So first and foremost, we have been working on getting um, the setup from us from a supply chain perspective to be able to have the espresso color leather and potentially all of our colors um, in the next year or so, but particularly the espresso color leather to be tanned at one of the local tanneries. So all of a sudden the Murdy number one, we just switched the posts to a U.S. supplier and U.S. manufacturer. So the Murdy number one uh, could in the future be entirely made in USA eligible, which is a really cool thing for us. And, you know, as we look for our global launch in China and in Dubai and London, there's a lot of really cool uh, places that we're looking to go. And in a lot of those markets, the kind of the classic Americana Western style that this binder has, I think would be really popular. And that made in USA designation just makes it that much, that much better. And I think it'll be really valuable for those people. So it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. And obviously in, in our own country, made in USA definitely means something and it's got its own value. And that's something that we're looking at doing. And you know, I've been running a poll on Instagram, on Twitter, on Snapchat, where I've asked, you know, would you be willing to spend $10 more for our espresso Murdy number one to be made in USA eligible? And to be honest, I thought people would be more inclined to say no. That's what I thought. I thought for most people to look at them and say, you know what, it's not worth it. But at the moment, our poll says 86% of the people that have that have, vo- have voted yes and 14% have voted no on Twitter. I think we don't have that many followers on Twitter, which, by the way, go follow us on Twitter and Snapchat, Murdy Creative Co. No dot. And then you can go vote in this poll, too. But uh, in our poll on Twitter right now, we are doing 100% of people. And there's only four votes in, but 100% of the people have said yes. And on uh, on Snapchat, we've had similar responses where people have snapped and have talked about the made in USA aspect of this. So it's really cool to be able to have this some, be something that we can consult with our audience and have you know feedback from you guys. And I think that's that's really helpful. Um, so this is something that I've been thinking about for a while, and 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 now that I've got some feedback and people are interested in, in seeing this be a an opportunity for us. This made in USA thing is something I'm a lot more inclined to to do the next step couple of steps on. For us to do it, what we would need to have is like I talked about before, the metal from the, the metal posts be made in USA. We have that now. Our, all of our current posts are made in USA. We would need to have the leather and then potentially we would need to have the paper, but that's actually kind of a that's not A that difficult to do and B um, that may or may not be Made in USA required because it's not a tech, it's an add on rather than being part of the core of the product. So, what ended up happening was yesterday I had 
gone and picked up a sample that we had custom made for us at a local tannery. And I've worked with them in the past and they're, you know, very good people. And they've been around for, I think, a hundred years now or something like that. They're very good at what they do. And I had sent them our espresso color and I'd said, you know, this is our obviously our most popular color. It's a really nice, good looking brown. And, you know, what can you do with it? And I was blown away by the sample they produced because not only did they produce something that was pretty close to our uh, our current espresso color, they actually produced something that, in my opinion, is more beautiful. It shows a lot more of the natural, you know, natural patterning of the the cow, the kind of the fat marbling. The leather itself was a, a you know a better combination of of thickness and you know the flexibility of the cover, and you know it just all around was a was a really good product and arguably a better one. Um, than even our current leather, which I didn't think was possible. So that's a, a big step for us. And I was working on going through the details with our current leather supplier about saying, you know, can we, you know, can we use you guys still because they do an excellent job doing the cutting for us and doing the organization for some of those pieces. And it allows us from a business standpoint to not carry a lot of leather on the shelf, but rather order it from them as needed. Right. So I said, you know, this is where we're looking at for pricing. You know, would this be something that you guys could could make work for us, right? Could we have them be brought on as a supplier for you? And then we would buy all of the supply that they produced for our products. That would allow us to have Made in USA because the FTC, for those of you who didn't listen to the first one of our Made in USA, the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, governs in this. And for something to be made in USA, it has an incredibly high bar. It's, it's got to be all or virtually all of both the labor and the raw materials have to be produced in America. So that's actually a pretty high bar. No other country has that high of a standard when it comes to production. Uh, I worked in export and import for a long time before I did this. And and part of the the thing I had to do was to study the the harmonized tariff code. That's um, the our harmonized tariff system. That's the way that the government kind of classifies all of the products that go into the country and out of the country. And in for something to be made in China, for example, or made in Taiwan or made in Canada, all it needs to happen is what's called a substantial transformation. And really what that means is that it needs to change HTS code. So for those of you who are, are thinking about that, right, if I was going to say that I'm making ballpoint pens, right, and the steel was all made in China or the the plastic was made in China and I take it, I'm a Canadian, right? And I put all of that stuff together. It's no longer raw iron, raw steel, raw plastic. It's a pen, right? That's considered a substantial transformation. So that would be made in Canada, but that wouldn't work in the United States. If you do that same thing, but instead of having the, you know, if, if all the steel came from China and you put all that together, it still wouldn't be considered made in USA because the raw materials did not come from the United States. So that's been kind of a challenge for us, right? There's a lot of a lot of pieces that have to be done right and properly. So that's where we're at as far as this product goes. And I'm actually really strongly considering it. Now, the made in USA product from the local tannery would be significantly more expensive from a raw materials standpoint. Like the, just the, it's just that much more expensive. And part of that is because leather that's tanned in this country has to follow certain regulations for, you know, the EPA and a lot of the other kind of, there's a, there's a lot of different things that we have in our country to help prevent the very toxic chemicals that are often used in the tanning process from seeping out of the factories, right? We have pretty high protections, which is good. Uh, other countries don't have that, like Mexico or Canada. They don't necessarily have those same regulations. And so it's cheaper to tan leather in those other places than import it as a finished good. 
But for us to tan it in the United States, they have to follow those rules. So the raw materials, the leather would be more expensive. Now, I've been working on trying to figure out how to mitigate some of these expenses through buying in bulk or working on having locked in pricing through, you know, contracts where we agree that we will be buying this much leather at least and then potentially have more and some of those other things. And it's been it's been a process. And, and, and for us to make this switch is going to take time because we've got to bring the supply chain to full bear, right? That's It's going to take a few months probably for us to pull this off. But my expectation is that, you know, if things continue to go the way they've gone in August or by August at the latest, we'll, we'll probably be making that transition to have all of the espresso colored leather that we do be made in USA. Now, the Merdy number no. one would be the only product that would be able to be called made in USA in its entirety because for the number two, even though the steel bars are made in USA eligible and the leather's made in USA, the inserts, the book inserts that go inside them are um, made in different places. The moleskins are made in Italy. The Piccadillys, I believe, are made in China or Taiwan. And the pens themselves are made overseas as well. So the Parker Jotters. And I did speak to the Parker company, which is headquartered in France. And I said, you know, is there any factories that make Parker Jotters in the United States? And unfortunately, there are not. So for the Meridian number two, we might put something like leather tanned in USA or um, I actually don't know. I'll have to think through it a little bit more, but we want to have something that, that indicates that the leather, that the, the product overall is kind of a USA product, but we don't have good answers for exactly how to make that entirely made in USA. So these are all things that we're working on dealing with, and I'm really cognizant of it. I mean, you guys voted. I heard it. So, you know, you guys seem to be talking loud and clear about what you're looking for, and and, and we might do three price points. We still haven't kind of worked through the, all of the pricing details, so, you know, don't hold me to this because we really, this is the very beginning of this process, but maybe there'll be three price points. Uh, you know, our current standard collection, then maybe the made in USA espresso in the middle, and then our, our premium leathers at the top. So that's... You know, this is all an evolving process, but if you're someone who wants to get involved and you want to go vote and you have a strong opinion one way or another, that means a lot to me. Go on Twitter, go on Snapchat. That's the easiest way um, to get a hold of me. Uh, that's Murdy Creative Co. No dot. Just you, know, you can find us on Snapchat and Twitter that way or go on our Instagram story. On our Instagram story, there's a poll where you can click vote and you can vote for what your uh, what your preference would be. So your feedback is really helpful. And frankly, with the resounding kind of yes that I've been hearing from our audience, it really leads me to believe that we really should be doing this. So uh, please let me know if you if you think otherwise. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in tomorrow for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us at the main page of our website at murdycreative.co or you can contact us via our Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals, and I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible. But I do appreciate your patience. If you think I deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community, and word of mouth is still the best form of advertising, so please tell your friends. That being said, if you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community, and I want to give you guys what you want. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our book discounts available. Thank you so much for tuning in, and have a great day, and goodbye.